48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines from ministry's top representative in Hong Kong says Beijing in future will more vigorously oppose external interference in the SAR. A subsidiary of Hong Kong Airlines that provides ground services has confirmed its folding as the pandemic drags on and China is expected to send the first three crew members to its space station tomorrow. The Foreign Ministry's top representative in Hong Kong says going forward, Beijing will more vigorously oppose external interference in the SAR. Speaking at a forum on the Chinese Communist Party's 100-year anniversary, Liu Guanyan says China has every right to fight back against what he described as anti-China forces who sanction, smear and attack the country. He says the national legislature's passage of the anti-sanctions law last week was to counter hegemony and power politics. He says this helps safeguard sovereignty and national security. Here is our solemn message to the small handful of anti-China forces. The dignity, the legitimate rights of the Chinese people are not to be undermined. The historical trend towards the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation and the CPC leadership is not to be stopped. Any attempt to interfere in China's internal affairs or curb China's development is doomed to fail. Speaking at the same function, the chief executive Carrie Lam says the Communist Party has shown great leadership in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. The results are there for all to see. The number of infections has been minimized and China is the first major economy in the world to put the pandemic under control and allow normality to very much resume. Our country's actions are not only for the benefits of its own people, but also for the world. The government is reportedly planning to arrange for district councillors to swear an oath of allegiance next month and disqualify councillors who joined the pan-democratic primaries or lent out their offices for them last year. Pro-Beijing lawmaker Holden Chow welcomed the move. He said anyone who had used the slogan Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times, as part of their political platform should also be kicked out. He said even if that resulted in a third of the seats becoming vacant, new elections would not be necessary. If you need to provide a function in consulting the public, we have other bodies too. So I don't think that we have an imminent need to carry out a by-election. I don't think that the government should appoint anybody for the time being to fill the vacancies. After the oath-taking procedures, I think the government should seriously consider how the district council in the future will be operated and how the election will be carried out in the future to make sure that the principle of pages governing Hong Kong will be fully implemented. A subsidiary of Hong Kong Airlines providing ground services has confirmed its folding as the pandemic drags on. Hong Kong Aviation Ground Services says it'll cease operation next month and 240 staff will be affected. It said Hong Kong Airlines was looking for a new service provider to support its limited passenger flights. Epidemiologist Benjamin Callion is sceptical that a 17-year-old girl contracted a mutant COVID strain from contaminated food packaging. Yesterday, health authorities said a sample of frozen crocodile spare ribs from Thailand in the girl's freezer tested positive. The girl became infected earlier this month, breaking Hong Kong's more than 40 days without an untraceable case. Professor Cowling from the University of Hong Kong's School of Public Health said packaging wasn't a major route for transmission. Because 
unlikely at this point that infection did occur from contaminated meat packaging. There may be other explanations that haven't been discovered yet. And for this particular possibility, I think the next step is really to look at whether the virus matches. Can we say that it's the same virus on the meat packaging as the virus that infected the girl? Was it the virus on the meat packaging first and then infecting the girl? Or was it the girl had the infection and breathed on the packaging of meat and that's how the virus got there and because it was frozen was able to stay there? So still a lot of questions, but we can keep an open mind. The Secretary for Home Affairs, Casper Choi, says he hopes the online game industry will regulate in-game purchasing, warning laws are in place if they don't. He was speaking in LegCo after legislators said they were concerned that the purchase of virtual coins for lucky draws could lead children to gambling. Here's Mr Choi speaking for an interpreter. The developers have to uh, comply with various ordinances such as the trade description ordinance. If uh, there, uh, there's a gambling uh, element, then the gambling ordinance will apply. We hope the, the industry will regulate itself properly. And with the pandemic, more and more people use uh, mobile uh, games. We need to raise public awareness. And also in the schools, we have to provide appropriate support. The chairman of the Equal Opportunities Commission, Ricky Chu, says remarks made by some lawmakers about the gay games proves that the city needs to legislate against discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation. Pro-establishment lawmaker Junius Ho has said the government should not support the hosting of the event in the SER because he thinks sexual minorities should not be encouraged and homosexuals could threaten the human race. Speaking on an RTHK programme, Mr Chu said these remarks could involve discrimination but Hong Kong doesn't have laws against discrimination on grounds of sexual orientation, so he couldn't say Mr Ho had breached any discrimination laws. A former assistant director at the observatory has dismissed concerns over a reported leak of inert gases at the Taishan power plant in Guangdong province. Leung Wing Mo told an RTHK programme that the situation was normal, and given that the power plant is 130 kilometres away from Hong Kong, gases would have been diluted even if blown in this direction. China is expected to send the first three crew members to its new space station tomorrow around 9.30 in the morning. The China Manned Space Agency said two of the astronauts flew in previous missions, while the third is going to space for the first time. The main section of the station was launched into orbit in April. The three men plan to live there for three months, conducting spacewalks, maintenance work and science experiments. It will be the first crewed Chinese mission in five years. Victims of digital sex crimes in South Korea are being felled by the police and the courts, according to a newly published report. A survey of several hundred victims found that many struggled to get the authorities to take the crime seriously. It's the BBC's Laura Bicker. Human Rights Watch has described digital sex crimes as an urgent issue for women and girls in South Korea. Advances in technology mean the so-called spy cameras are tiny, often the size of a button, and can be placed in changing rooms, hotel bedrooms or even public bathrooms to secretly film a victim. The footage is downloaded on the country's high-speed internet and shared online, sometimes for a price. The organisation is calling on the government to set up a commission to examine the sentencing guidelines and the support available to victims. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has warned of possible food shortages and has called for his people to brace for extended COVID-19 restrictions. 
during the plenary meeting of the ruling Workers' Party's Central Committee that opened yesterday. He urged officials to find ways to boost agricultural production, saying the country's food situation was getting tense. The U.S. Homeland Security Secretary has reiterated the Biden administration's increasingly increasingly tough stance on irregular immigration from Mexico, saying that the border was not open. Alejandro Mayorkas was speaking during a visit to Mexico City, where he held talks with the foreign minister, Marcelo Ebrard. More than 600,000 people have now died in the United States from the coronavirus pandemic. It's the highest tally in the world position the country assumed soon after the virus spread across the globe. The figure comes on the day when the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, relaxed all restrictions in the state. He made the decision after more than 70% of the adult population received at least their first vaccination. New York State has fully vaccinated a larger share of adults than any other big state in the country, and that is, is saying something. California is also easing some restrictions today. Hundreds of South Africans have descended on a field in KwaZulu-Natal province to dig for diamonds. The rush comes after a cattle herder discovered what he thought were diamonds more than a week ago. Residents are already planning what to do. Maybe I've got 15, 20 grams now. I'll just become rich and I'll take my family to the holidays. Most of our community are unemployed, so this will help a lot. Actually, if maybe this was the real diamond, maybe they would do something. Maybe this might end up becoming a mine. People get a lot of work. The American philanthropist Mackenzie Scott has given charities a further round of donations worth 2.7 billion US dollars. The former wife of the Amazon boss, Jeff Bezos, said the third large tranche went to more than 280 charities, many involved in the arts and higher education. Mackenzie Scott said her money was particularly focusing on empowering women and girls. Last year, she gave away about $6 billion. The World Trade Organization has warmly welcomed the resolution of the 17-year dispute between the European Union and the United States over aircraft subsidies for Boeing and Airbus. The WTO Director-General Ngozi Okonjo said the two sides had shown that seemingly intractable problems could be resolved. The president of the US-based industry group, the National Foreign Trade Council, is Rufus Yuksha. I think it's a very good sign that the two sides really realize that they're facing diminishing returns from fighting with each other endlessly about this. Uh, And in the meantime, of course, China is making great strides towards becoming the third major producer. I wouldn't call this, you know, an absolute final resolution. They've expressed an intention to create a set of agreements which would address a lot of the problems. Shares of Angel Align have jumped in early trading on its debut on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, at one point rising above 180%. The mainland maker of clear dental braces had price shares near the top end of a range at $173 each. Its stock debuted at $400 this morning. The public offering was oversubscribed more than 2,000 times, despite it requiring almost $35,000 to subscribe for one board lot of 200 shares. Stocks and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,575. That's 64 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $73 billion. 
Currencies, US dollars trading 110.07 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 21 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 92 cents. Sport now and to football's Euro 2020, where Portugal opened their title defence with a 3-0 win over Hungary in Budapest. All the goals came in the final seven minutes of the game. The last two came from Cristiano Ronaldo. His second on the night made him the tournament's all-time top scorer with 10 goals. He also became the first player to appear in five European Championship finals. More from the BBC's John Bennett. Cristiano Ronaldo stole the headlines and claimed the record for the all-time top scorer in the history of the European Championships. But the scoreline doesn't reflect how tough this opening game was for the defending champions. Portugal dominated and Ronaldo should have given them the lead just before half-time when he blazed over. But despite rarely threatening, Hungary held on and their 60,000 fans thought they'd won it when Sorbolk Schoen found the back of the net with 10 minutes to go. But the flag went up and it was ruled out for offside. Then four minutes later, Rafael Guerrero broke Hungarian hearts when his shot deflected in. That was followed by Ronaldo's double, a penalty, and then some magic when he rounded the goalkeeper for Portugal's third. In the same group, France picked up a 1-0 win over Germany thanks to an own goal. BBC's John Murray has details. France are trying to add the European title to the World Cup they won in Moscow. So to win in Munich against the Germans is a fine way to start, even if the victory was secured by a first-half own goal. Mats Hummels was forced to fire into his own net from Hernandez's driven cross after Pogba's wonderful initial pass. Germany had lots of the ball, but didn't do enough with it. French goalkeeper Hugo Lloris was barely extended. At one point, German defender Antonio Rudiger looked like he was going to nibble the back of Paul Pogba, but thought better of it. Strangely, the problem for Germany was that they lacked a bit of bite. Hong Kong's football team completed the World Cup qualifying campaign with a 4-0 loss to Bahrain last night. All the goals were conceded in the second half. The match took place in Bahrain, where Hong Kong played the final three World Cup qualifiers following a 17-month layoff due to the coronavirus pandemic. The SAR finished fourth in Group C with one win and five points from eight games. They'll have to go through a playoff to reach the third round of qualifying for the 2023 AFC Asian Cup. Coach Miksu Patelianin remains positive about his team despite the lack of a strong finish. It's disappointing, but uh, you know our players have given their all. Really happy with their application, really happy with their commitment, really happy the way they applied themselves in the matches, in training sessions, meetings, received information, and we have improved uh, vastly. Today, this second half was uh, was a dip uh, in our performance, and we are not pleased at all. And now to end the news, top story once again. Foreign Ministry's top representative in Hong Kong says Beijing in future will more vigorously oppose external interference in the SCR. The news from RTHK.
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday the 16th of June is today's date. Very hot today indeed. Many thanks once again to Phil Whelan for the Morning Brew. And thank you for tuning in this afternoon with us. We are marking International Domestic Workers Day right here on the 123 Show. And we'll be discussing the challenges faced by migrant workers here in Hong Kong, especially brought on by the pandemic. And in about 10 minutes' time, we'll be joined by Manisha Weejay Singer, who is the executive at Help for Domestic Workers, which is an NGO uh, based in Hong Kong, which offers help on immigration 